Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. You go to the Word of God and find out who you are. Whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Believe the scriptures. My father was a very, very bright man. He graduated from high school, and then he was kicked out of college for a number of things. But he was very, very proud to be what he was. He said some brilliant things in his life, but he confused me because from age one to seven, because of my father, I thought my name was Jesus Christ. <laughs> when I come in the living room and trip and fall, and he said, Jesus Christ, can't you walk? piece of bread and a water glass would be in your way and you just knock it over and Jesus Christ, clean the water up. So we moved from Stewart Street to the projects. <laughs> and the kids in the neighborhood said, what's your name? And I said, Jesus Christ. He said, your name ain't no Jesus Christ. I said, yes, it is. Come on to my house. I brought 20 kids in the living room, man. My father, Jesus Christ. And then from age 7 to 15, I thought my father was a psychologist. Because he looked at me and said, are you crazy? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I am your host, Martinez. Follow me on all social media at mbills314. That includes Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, you name it, I'm on it. Follow me on all those social media platforms. Also, you can email all questions, comments, encouragement, or concerns, or whatever you want to talk about. You can email those things to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com now i don't know where you are in the world but here in st louis missouri the weather is lovely <laughs> we just skipped the spring we went straight to the summer but that's all good we're not gonna complain like i tell people this end time weather you don't know it might snow in august you know what i'm saying but we just gonna rejoice and thank god for the beautiful weather that we are having on this lovely may month now so many things going on in the world as i look at complex news and as i'm looking at the news on my phone you got the u.s embassy setting up in in israel you got um bill cosby uh set to get convicted or set to get sentenced in september of this year 
and uh, speaking of Cosby, that's kind of what I want to deal with. I want to deal with uh, Cosby, a lesson in character. I think there's a lot that we can learn from um, Bill Cosby's life. And um, this is not to bring judgment on him, obviously. I mean, he's done what he's done. But I think in anything in life, there's a lesson that we can learn out of anything. Even in the Old Testament, there were individuals in the Old Testament who got things wrong. But there were always lessons that we learned from them. We learned what to do and what not to do. You know, for David, for example, when he wanted another man's wife, he sent that woman's husband, put him on the front line of an army and got him killed and then took her as his wife. That was wrong. But there's a lesson to be learned in that. And God still called him a man after his own heart. And surely, as you know, in Psalms 51, David cried out and repented. So there are things that we can learn from the life of individuals. And as we're going to learn in the scriptures today, we're going to understand a lot of things that go on in our lives and in the lives of others. All these things are simply a matter of the heart. What happened with Bill Cosby is simply a matter of the heart. These things didn't come out of his head. He didn't just wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm going to drop quaaludes and women's drinks. That didn't just happen one day. These things come out of the heart, and that's what we're going to learn and we're going to talk about today. Um, let's go to, let's see where I want to go first. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 23. Proverbs chapter 23. Verse 7 says, As a man thinketh, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh continually in his heart, so is he. So it's talking about the heart. It says, as you think, so you are. And it's not just think one time. It's not a fleeting thought. This is a mindset. You've encompassed the mindset. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So as you begin to meditate, and you can meditate uh, wrongly or rightly. So let's say, for instance, um, you're meditating on the wrong thing. The more you meditate on the wrong thing, it becomes you. It gets down in your heart and you become the very thing that you're meditating on. It being positive or negative. Now let's go to Matthew chapter 15. Verse 11, it says, Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth the man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth the man. So it's not what goes into your mouth, but what comes out. What comes out of your mouth is based and predicated upon what's in your heart. That's what he's ultimately getting to. Because another scripture says that um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You can find that in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if it's in your heart. It's eventually going to come out. So even yourself, judge your conversations, judge the things that you say, how you carry yourself when no one's around and nobody's looking. That's that's integrity. When you have a conversation with people, if negative always tends to come out of your mouth, you cussing, you just every other word is this, this, that, 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 Check what's in your heart. That is in your heart. That's not coming from your head. That stuff is embedded in your heart. And you're going to have to get it rooted out if you want to see a change. Any of us want to see a change in our life. 
we have to check what's in our heart. Now, Matthew chapter 15, verse 18 and 19 says, But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. See, you thought that murder, adultery, all these, you know, sexual uh, escapades and all these things, you thought these things are just acts, only acts of the flesh. Yes, they're acts of the flesh, but these things come out of your heart. So for someone like a Bill Cosby, and I was told that even in the 70s during those times, that it was very popular that people would do the quaaludes. It's like people in clubs do mollies today and, you know, do the codeine and the Percocets and all those um opioids just like we have today back then they had the quaaludes so it was no thing they said you drop something in the drink drink it go home with the woman do your thing they don't make it right but people try to dismiss what he did saying everybody was doing it and that may be a fact but he got caught and i think it hurts everybody because we saw cliff huxtable and we thought cliff huxtable was bill cosby Bill Cosby and Cliff Huxtable are two separate people. Cliff Huxtable is a fictional character. Cliff Huxtable is a doctor on a television show that we all love. Bill Cosby the man is the man who played Cliff Huxtable. Bill Cosby is a totally separate individual. Although he done he, although he prides himself on doing clean comedy and his comedy is actually funny if you ever listen to it it's funny and it's clean and you can listen to it with your family but as i but as i just listened to an interview with the actress by the name of jennifer lewis she talked about how she suffers from bipolar disorder but no one could tell because when she acts she just puts on a mask and she was so good at what she does acting wise that when she came off that stage or came off that movie set she will go home and it's dark and she's depressed and all these different things are going on because she knew how to turn it on and turn it off no one ever knew that I didn't know that so not saying that Bill Cosby has a mental illness but uh, there was there was something there that he would get on the other actors and comedians for not doing you know more clean content but while he's telling them that he's going in the booth in the corner in the dark doing what he was doing it's the same for preachers it's the same for for people who are in my position who are preaching the gospel which it would be wrong for me to tell you to do or encourage you to do one thing and I'm not even doing it see when I'm preaching when even as I'm breaking down scripture I'm teaching myself as well these things I have to apply to my life if I don't apply these things to my life then I'll be a walking hypocrite and it will be able to show But as my wife can attest to it, my family can attest to it, I'm the same person you see on the mic, off the mic. That's who I am. It doesn't mean that I don't have to check my heart at times, because I do. I get upset or angry just like anybody else. So I have to check and make sure that things are good in my heart. So, again, all these things come out of the heart. Murder. You know, for someone to take another individual's life, that's 
in your heart because your conscience won't even let you do that. You have to be out of yourself. A demon has to invade your thoughts. A demon will literally have to overtake you and that stuff is coming out of the heart for you to take another individual's life and that's just simply talking about murder and theft, false witness, slander, all those things. All those things come out of the heart. Now, Proverbs 21 verse 2, it says, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. In our eyes, it says, every way of a man is right in his own eyes. Some of us think we're doing right. We think we're good. We don't think we have a heart issue. But the Bible says that the Lord weighs the heart. And it's like I can kind of it's like you can see a scale and we're saying we want to do these things or we say things with our mouth or whatever have you. But God truly knows your intent of your heart. And that's what he's judging. So you can fool everyone else. But God sees the heart. That's why he said he weighs the heart. Let's look at Proverbs chapter four, verse 23. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it, it what? The heart. Now, one thing I keep in mind, I keep saying the heart. Some people may be thinking I'm talking about the blood pump. <laughs> and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the physical organ of the heart. When the Bible talks about the heart, it's talking about your spirit, the real you. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live inside of a physical body. Okay, we're not we're not just bodies around. We need a body because we have to live here in this earth. As you can see that when a person leaves this earth, the body's still here. That's because the spirit and the soul departed from the body. The body is just a suit. The real you is your spirit. Once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord, your spirit gets saved, not your body, not your mind, your spirit. That's why the Bible says renew your mind. So when you people read books and things like that, it's changing the for, the forefront. It's changing your thinking pattern. So you're changing the way you think. Okay, your spirit is saved, not your body. So they're just showing you keep your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. So if you're around people who are um, living a certain kind of lifestyle that you ain't trying to really get that you ain't really rocking with but you tend to just be around them anyway then eventually those things will get in your heart and then you'll begin to act out the very things you'll begin to talk negative like they're talking negative you whatever and let's switch it if you get around people who are positive who want to do positive things only speaking positive then that seed to be sown in your heart. So with spiritual things, it's it's a reciprocal. It's like a fraction. Like it's always two sides of the coin. It's a negative side. It's a positive side. Okay, that's why the Bible talks about uh, I set before you life and death. Therefore, choose life. So life and death is, is always the options that we have. You choosing life or you choosing death today? And that's how we have to look at it. Proverbs 10 verse 9. Proverbs got a lot of wisdom and knowledge in here. Proverbs 10 verse 9. It says, whoever walks in integrity walks securely. But he who makes his way crooked will be found out. 
Proverbs 28 verse 6 it says better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways and this is the word of God talking now this ain't me this ain't Tina is talking this ain't something I just made up this is this is scripture that God says that if we obey we'll be well off Macchiato's music in the scripture This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. There's so many principles in the Word of God. People want to use the Bible to, get to, to try to get principles of getting money and wealth and all that stuff, but there's some spiritual stuff that once you get the wealth, the Bible says prosperity will destroy your food. So, you know what I'm saying? So, What's the point of getting the money, getting the bag, and your heart ain't right? Your character ain't right. You 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 don't know which way is up, as they say. So we gotta make sure that our hearts are together as we, you know, whatever we talking about doing. It's a heart issue. 
all the stuff I heard we see, the thing with President Trump or or whoever you see in the news media, Kanye West, whatever, it's a heart issue. These things are coming out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Not the abundance of the head, not the abundance of the body. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So if death and life are in the power of the tongue, that's telling me that I have the power to speak life or death. And if we just think about it, that if I continue to sow in my heart more life, more positivity, then my conversation will change. And as my conversation change, things in my life begin to change. So, so much that God is showing us in the word of God that we have to take heed to. And, you know, when I read the Bill Cosby thing, it's just, I mean, it was like seeing a, a great uncle or somebody. Because it's like, man, you, you really did that, huh? You was really out here just wilding out and no one ever knew. But, you know, the Bible talks about in the book of Numbers that your sins will find you out. And that's why um, we all should strive to walk uprightly. When nobody's around and nobody's looking, that's integrity. You know, I used to always be, I was always, always told that when it comes to a speaker, whether a preacher or a speaker, period, you can tell if that preacher is lying by the look on his wife's face. He can be up there saying whatever. Look at his wife. If she's looking like, now he, <laughs> I, just, I never forgot that. That's the truth. And every now and then, if I'm in the right position, I'm looking on the screen or something, or looking, you know, looking at the internet or whatever, I was like, oh, this is wife in the front, man. Okay, he good. <laughs> so, I mean, but that's the truth because no one might know you like the person you live with. So you can try to stand before people and do all these amazing things, but the person you live with, they know you best. You know, that's why I want my life to be a living testimony. That's why I want my life to be a living witness to, hey, the things that he said and taught others, he walked in that. He did that. Surely he wasn't perfect, but the man strived towards, the man strived to do what's right. He wanted to do what's right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't want that testimony that, yeah, he was telling y'all that but he was back here getting in with you know what I'm saying like I don't you know I don't desire that I desire to just want to do what's right man it's not about being perfect I know everybody's saying like oh man I ain't no we know that but it's about the heart right we're talking about the heart it all starts in the heart desire begins in the heart so if you desire something you desire to do what's right because it's right. That's going to come out the heart. It's not coming out of nowhere else but the heart. Passion, drive, endurance, all that comes out of the heart. That's a heart issue. When someone, you know, want to win in life, that drive has to come out the heart. Your head can't, can't take you there alone. 
I know they say it's a mindset, and it is, but that stuff got to be in your heart. We just read, uh, out of the abundant, you know, the issues of life flow out of the heart. So what issue are we facing in life? Gotta look, check the heart, man. You know, even recently when Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, put out the "This Is America" record and put the video on display, that was that's real. That's what we're seeing in America right now. That we're all tend to be distracted by entertainment, the dancing, the this, the that, the new music, and all that, and behind the scenes, all these things are happening, and we just so quickly get distracted by the next big thing or the next little thing. So, you know, that was just a good depiction of our hearts and how the enemy literally tries to distract us. Now, see, that's coming from uh, our eye gates, what we're feasting our eyes on and what we're seeing and what we're hearing. But it all should register to the heart. But the, the video is displaying how easily, so easily we're turned and it shouldn't be. So God desired that all of us operate in such a way that we're being truthful and not truthful like a ratchet truthful i hear a lot of stuff where people will say um well this is just who i am this is you know i'm ratchet or i'm i'm this or i'm that but if what you are is damaging the person who's looking up to you or damaging the person who you're with or damn or could possibly damage the next the next generation then why wouldn't you want to make a change in your character i just that's something i never understood like i know we all come from different backgrounds right but if what i'm doing is coming out of my background is affecting my children or is affecting generations we got to make the change and if you don't want to make the change then you're selfish and your only person you're thinking about is you and god don't desire any of us to be selfish that's why he created the woman because he created adam and he said you know what i made these animals nope it's not good that man should be alone let me go ahead and put him to sleep go and create a woman why need that fellowship now you have to share no longer you can't you ain't thinking for yourself no more now you're thinking about the next generation the decisions that I make, I ultimately have to think about my wife and then what my children are concerned. Can't no longer make decisions based based off of me being a single man because I'm no longer single. You understand what I'm saying? So let us all strive towards perfection. Let's all check our hearts. And you may say, well, how? So you may be saying like, yo, I got I do got a lot of stuff in my heart, but how I get it out? Repent. Repent means to turn away. And all you do is you ask the Lord. And that's just prayer. You think prayer is just uh, something religious. Prayer is dialogue. It's you talking to God and him talking back to you. It's a conversation. It's like I'm talking to you on this podcast. It's how you talk to God. Just a conversation. Lord, there are things in my heart that's not right. I don't like the way I'm thinking towards this individual. I don't like the way I think about these situations. I don't like what it's causing me to do and how it's affecting my minds, my mindset. Lord, God, I ask you to take these things out of my heart just like that. Now, when you ask him to do that, now he's going to start showing you stuff 
that maybe or surroundings that you're around or places that you probably need to remove yourself from or individuals that you possibly may need to remove yourself from. So be prepared for that. That's if you want to make the change. Because there's nothing in our life. Nothing. I don't care what it is. There is nothing that we could be that we may be dealing with currently that we have to die with. If we don't want it, you don't have to live with it. Listen, the Bible says with God, all things are possible. And the Bible wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. So that's all I believe for the impossible. Because God is a big God and he desires the best for us. And we should have that same desire for ourselves. This podcast has been a blessing to you. Please send this to your family and friends. Subscribe to these podcasts on iTunes and YouTube if you haven't already. I want to thank all the continuous listeners and all the new listeners who may have came here and slipped up on this podcast by way of iTunes or YouTube. I appreciate you for checking out the show today. Remember these words from the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, the latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time. I'm out.